Hi guys, welcome to episode two of 25 Days of Eve. I'm your host, Olivia Eve, and we are back with another episode today. And I'm super excited. Today's episode two, so happy December 2nd. I hope you guys are excited for this episode. Obviously, if you looked at the title, you know exactly what we will be talking about today. I actually got a direct message about this. I want to say a few weeks ago, I believe. And I was like, okay, I'm going to talk about this, but I want the whole topic of the episode to be about this subject because I feel like it's something that is not something I can just answer in two to three minutes. It's something I want to go in detail in and really help you guys with because obviously you can see from the title what I'm talking about. But I just think it's something that takes more than just do a face mask, light a candle, and write down things you love about yourself. It's something that's going to take time and it's going to be you know, it's you're going to have a lot of progress, but it's also going to take a lot of time and a lot of patience. So I think I really just wanted to like really sit down with you guys and talk about it because this can obviously be a super difficult thing that people deal with. So yes, if you haven't looked at the title, we will be talking about self-worth and self-value after a toxic relationship. Kind of just finding yourself after a toxic relationship or even a toxic friendship has ended and kind of just left you speechless and you're kind of sitting back like, wait, I got treated that way? Like, wait, I let someone treat me that way? Because sometimes I think when we're in a toxic relationship, we don't even notice that we are until after we're out of the relationship and we're like, wait, I put up with that? Wait, that couldn't be me. That couldn't be me. So today I'm going to be kind of going through how to find your self-worth after a toxic relationship. So the first thing that I kind of want to start off by saying when people are like, oh, I lost myself after this relationship. And let me be honest with you. You lost yourself while you were in the relationship. You're not losing yourself just because this person left your life. You lost yourself the moment that they went into your life because the problem is, and if you're a woman and you're listening to this, the problem is, and this is not to be like, oh, only women do this because there are a ton of men that do this and there's a ton of women that don't do this. But just from my personal experience and what I've seen and everything, when a woman is in a relationship, she is giving her all to that relationship. She's like, I love you. You're going to have my whole heart. Like, I'm going to prioritize you first. You're going to come first. Like, this is why I always see TikToks of like the girl being, you know, upset if her boyfriend hangs out with the guys because we put our boyfriends before anyone in our life. And that's just how, that's just how we are most of the time because we're, very loving, nurturing people. And it could be the motherly side of us. Like I said, not every single girl is like that. And many guys are like that. But from what I've seen and everything, that's how a girl is going to be is when she's in a relationship, that man is her everything. He's everything. She's what he's what she's thinking about. He's what she's revolving her plans around, revolving her time around everything. And that's why when I say people are like, I lost myself when this relationship ended, it's like, no, you were losing yourself during the relationship and while you were in the relationship because you revolved to this person around everything you did, everything you did, every single second you were either with them or texting them or figuring out a way to see them, FaceTiming them, doing something for them, whatever it is. And yes, it's amazing to be a loving, nurturing girlfriend, but if you're in that position where you are being that loving, nurturing girlfriend, you also have to make sure you kind of step back and you're like, okay, I kind of need to realize like 
I need to make sure I'm doing this in the right relationship because if I'm not doing this in the right relationship, you're going to be super, super blinded and you're just going to focus on, I want to be a good girlfriend and I want to be a loving human being to this person. Yet you're going to lose sight of what this person is actually doing to you over time because you're going to be so blinded by love. And it's the same situation as when we see a girl getting mistreated by a guy or a guy getting mistreated by a girl. And we're like, how do they not notice that they're being mistreated that way? How do they not notice how disrespectful this person is being? And you're like, they must be blinded by love. You know, it's that's that actually does happen because and when you're in a relationship, you're so focused on just making this person feel loved that a lot of the time we're not focused on how they're making us feel. So I, I think when you're leaving a toxic relationship, you're not just going to lose yourself just because that relationship ended. You're losing yourself while you're in it, but you're not realizing because you're head over heels in love with this person. But now that you're kind of being forced to not be in love with this person anymore and you're kind of being forced to move on, you're like, what do I do now? Like, you know what I mean? What what do I do now? I, I don't have anyone to love or care about or think about or text or talk to or make plans with. I lost myself. I lost everything. But really, you're just regaining yourself and you're regaining your self-worth and your self-value and your self-love and the kindness you have with yourself. You're not losing it. You're gaining it back and you're going to grow on it. So I'm going to go through a few tips that I wrote down, but that's just my little background on the, I guess, term behind self-worth and self-value after a toxic relationship. And I'm going to go into ways that you can kind of not yes ways that you can avoid it when you're in the relationship and make sure you're not losing yourself and also things to do after you leave that relationship or friendship and how to kind of start building yourself to become a better version of yourself and a better version of who you were in that relationship okay so the first tip that i have for you is to identify the problem so let's say you're in this super toxic relationship or friendship for a few months or a few years and now you get out of the relationship and you feel super down on yourself. You feel super insecure. You feel like you're not really sure what to do anymore. Do you have any passions to fall back on? Do you have anyone to go to? You need to identify the problem and you need to not avoid it and run away from it. And you need to fight through it and kind of just realize, okay, what did I do wrong? What's the problem that I'm having here? What happened in this relationship? Why do I feel so insecure and so lost in who I am? You need to sit down with yourself and you need to think about these things. And you're probably like, that's so weird for me to just sit down and t- like think about these things. But you have to because if you don't, you're going to realize things later on and it's going to be harder for you to move on from the situation if you don't even know what the situation is. So my biggest tip for you is to sit down and just sit with yourself and just be like, okay, what happened? If you need to write it down, write it down. If you need to just sit there and you just need to think about it or you need to talk about it out loud or maybe you need to talk about it with someone, whatever you have to do to kind of sit down and be honest with yourself and just say, this is what happened. This is something that I'm aware of and I'm identifying the problem and I'm identifying how I feel. Do not hide or stray away from your emotions. Do not try to tell people, I'm fine, I'm fine, if you're not fine, because that will actually make you feel so much worse in the future. And it's going to get you used to hiding your feelings. And when you're used to hiding your feelings, you're going to find yourself in a very, very bad position with yourself. And that's going to be a very hard way in your self-love journey to kind of be with yourself. So do not hide away from your emotions. Sit down and figure out how are you feeling. Grab a piece of paper and write down every single thing that was wrong with that friendship or relationship. They lied to me this one time. They 
didn't walk me to my door this one time. They didn't wait for me to get inside my house after they dropped me off. These little things that bothered you in the relationship, you need to write it down. You're probably like, live. That is so extra. Why would I do that? But if you don't write that down, these little things that they did, whether it seems super little at the time and it's like, it's so stupid. Why would I get upset that he didn't walk me into my house and wait for my, or at least wait for my, wait for me to get inside my house before driving away? Why would I care? Or why should I write down that this girl that I used to be friends with made a little joke about my weight once? Like it was just a joke, but those little things that were happening in the relationship or friendship built up so much to the point where you lost your self-worth and your self-value and it affected the way you looked at yourself, whether you saw it in the moment or not. These are the little things that built up over time. It doesn't always have to be one big thing that creates a toxic relationship or friendship. It doesn't have to just be, he cheated on me. It's a toxic relationship. No, sometimes there are these little arguments or little comments or little actions that just keep adding up and adding up and piling up and piling up until one day one of you just explodes and you're like, I can't do this anymore. And that is why relationships end most of the time. So you need to sit down. You need to identify. These are things I will not settle for because if you don't do that, At the same time, in your next relationship, if these things happen, you're not going to be aware that they're what broke you down. You're not going to be aware that these are things that bothered you. If you write down all these things, you're going to be like, I don't like when guys do that. I don't like when a friend, you know, makes a comment about me in front of other people. You're going to realize I will not settle for that ever again. And I will never be in a position again where I have to question my self-worth and question the way I feel about myself. So I need you to write down, well, obviously not right now, but identify every single thing they did to annoy annoy you and any way that you felt. You felt angry, you felt jealous, you felt sad, you felt insecure. Write down every emotion that you felt, everything on a piece of paper. And just look at that piece of paper and if you want, you could go crazy on it, you could scribble on it, you could rip it apart, you can crumble it up, whatever you want to do with it. And just get rid of it and just be like, those emotions are not with me anymore. You know what I mean? Like that is not with me. And once you do that, you're going to be in a much different place with yourself, whether you see it right now or not, you will be in a much different place with yourself. And you're going to notice these are things I will never settle for again. If a guy drops me off and doesn't wait for me to get inside my house or wait for my door to close to make sure I'm home safe, or this guy lets me drive home drunk, or if this guy drives me home after he had a few drinks, these are things I will never deal with again. And I will never let someone do to me. So that is something I think is super, super huge to focus on and write down because you're identifying the problem. And once you're doing that, that's your first step to kind of start getting over it, getting over it. The next tip that I have is surround yourself with people who are going to support you through this and love you through this. Do not support, do not surround yourself with people who are going to add on to the tox, like the toxic behavior of the relationship. And I know that can be very difficult, you know, because If you are in a toxic relationship or toxic friendship and your friends are obviously going to be really angry if a guy wasn't treating you right, but then all of a sudden they're just like sending pictures of his new girlfriend and, and all that stuff, that could be a really unhealthy way for you to cope. And it's also making you cope in a way where you're depending on him to cope, whether you see it or not. It's like you don't want to, if you were in a toxic relationship, you don't want to use this person to get over the toxic relationship. You know, you don't want to just hop onto another guy. You don't want friends who are just going to be, let's go out, get you drunk and have you hook up with a bunch of guys, because that's something that's going to make you feel even more upset after it happens in the moment. It might feel great to be a little bit distracted, but I think that 
in the not even in the long run like even in a few days or the morning after you're gonna be like that sucked like that made me feel super empty because I was only doing it to get over another boy why can't I do something for myself you know why do I have to just get out of a relationship and go to another guy and crave attention from another male like why can't I find that attention and love and security and support in myself why do I have to find it from someone else and this is a huge problem that a lot of people have is as soon as a breakup is over they just need their mind distracted and they need to not focus on the problem and they just need to think of a million different other people and a million different other other things and it's like that's so not fair to yourself and you will not your relationship with yourself will not grow if that is the case so I think you really need to be careful who you're surrounding yourself with and this is kind of a way to avoid a toxic friendship as well as to see how these people treat you because if these people aren't asking about you asking if you're okay you know all these things it's gonna really suck for you and it's gonna make things worse for you in this toxic um, friendship or relationship. So I think that you kind of just really need to be careful with who you're surrounding yourself with and make sure you're surrounding yourself with people who really do care about you and are going to help you get over this in a healthy way. And yes, there's going to be moments where you're like, oh, he got a new girlfriend, like whatever. You're going to stalk her Instagram. You know, I, I get that people do that, but also try your best to just not care because if you do, you're going to just keep sinking yourself into that past relationship and it's never going to escape you. But just make sure you're surrounding yourself with people who are going to try to build you up and not just try to give you a quick fix and they're going to really try to help you heal and they'll support you and be patient with you throughout the process. The next piece of advice that I have is investing yourself in yourself. So what's your passion? What do you love doing? Is do you love drawing? Do you love painting? Do you love your job? Hopefully you do. Do you love your education? Whatever your passion is, invest yourself into that passion. So for example, my podcast, my podcast wasn't something I did to get over a toxic relationship or friendship, but my podcast is my passion and it's something I invested in. It's something I invested my time and my money in. And I think that's a super important thing to kind of think about. It's like, what is your passion? And some people don't know their passion until they're 30 years old. You know, it's like you could find your passion at age 12 or at age 20. Like there's no age where you have to have a passion, but it, I think everyone does have one, whether they, you know, know it yet or not. And I talked a little bit about this in a past episode, but you need to really invest in yourself when you're trying to get over this toxic friendship or relationship because it's going to help you notice a lot of things about yourself. And once you're kind of putting yourself in a position where you're doing things that you love all the time, you're going to just see yourself grow in it and grow in love with it. And you're going to see yourself grow, like fall in love with yourself because you're going to be like, oh my God, I'm so proud of myself for doing that. And you know, this is so fun. I can't wait to go home and do this. Like I can't wait to go home and record a podcast. You know, you're going to really start to fall in love with just hanging out with yourself. So I highly, highly recommend, you know, figuring out your passion. If you really don't know what your passion is, just keep doing things that you love and things that make you happy. Be around people that you love and people that make you happy and your passion is going to come whether you know what it is or not or whether you recognize it right away or not, it will come. And the next advice that I have, which kind of goes along with the whole passion thing, is to step out of your comfort zone and challenge yourself. I understand routines are amazing. I love being on a routine, especially when I have to fit things into my schedule and I have to kind of prioritize my life. So, you know, prioritizing going to the gym and going to school, going to work, recording this podcast, eating clean, meal prepping. These are things that I want to fit into my daily life. And so I have to make a routine and a schedule so that I can fit all of these things into my everyday life and prioritize them. So 
we get used to this routine because we have to accomplish, not have to, but we want to accomplish the same things every single day. But because we do it so much, we don't even notice that we're in a routine. So my biggest advice for you would kind of just be, you know, step out of your comfort zone sometimes. Like for example, with this podcast, my routine is I email a bunch of influencers that I want to be on my podcast. I write down what I want to talk to them about. After I write down what I want to talk to them about, I send a Zoom link to them after we figure out a date. I sit down with them on the Zoom. I record it. I talk about it. I edit it and I upload it. However, the other day or not the other day, the other month, I went to Brooklyn to record my podcast. I talked to two girls, obviously, and Catherine and Caroline. We messaged each other on Instagram. We set a date. We rented out a studio in Brooklyn, New York. I drove to Brooklyn, New York by myself. And it's not that crazy that I went to New York. I went to school in New York at one point. So like I know the city a little bit more than just I'm going to a random city, but I've never been to Brooklyn before. So, you know, I drove to Brooklyn by myself. I got to the studio. I met these two girls who I've never met before. And we sat down in this studio and we recorded an episode together. It was my first in-person recording and it was my first time in Brooklyn and it was my first time meeting quote unquote influencers from Instagram you know, that was me stepping out of my comfort zone. And yes, I have a routine with my podcast and a routine is great. And it's something that will remain consistent. However, stepping out of my comfort zone helped me grow. Whether, you know, I went home that day and learned something new about myself or over time, it just gave me the confidence to do that more often. It helped me grow a lot. And that's something that I kind of challenged myself with. I was like, I have to drive into the city, you know, driving into Brooklyn can be a little bit scary. There can be traffic all that stuff. But I tried my best to just be like, this is me growing and doing something I'm not used to. And it's going to be kind of a challenge for me, but it's going to be good, you know? So that was like my little example of challenging yourself despite your daily routine. Um, Taking a different way, taking a different commute to school, you know, listening to a new genre of music on your commute. These little things that you do every single day, try to add something different. And you're like, how is this going to make me grow? But it's just going to make things less boring for you. It's going to make life less, oh, every day is the same. You know what I mean? It's going to give you that little bit of excitement. And once you're kind of stepped out of that comfort zone and you're challenging new areas of your brain and new areas of your body, whether you're doing a new workout at the gym or, you know, listen, like I said, listening to a new genre of music on your way to school, whatever it is taking notes a different way, talking to different people in your class. These are things that are going to add excitement into your life. And people always say, oh, life is just you go to school for all these years and then you work a nine to five job. But it doesn't have to be that way. And it doesn't have to be a dreadful thing. But if you just stick on your routine and only focus on that, it will be a dreadful thing and not something that you genuinely enjoy. The next advice that I have is learning to say no. And I'm not even that great at this, but I think it's obviously easier to speak about it. Learn to say no. If you don't want to do something or you don't want to talk to someone or you don't want to be friends with someone, learn to stick up for yourself and be like, no, I am not putting up with that. So you got out of this toxic friendship or relationship. While you were in the toxic friendship or relationship, I'm sure there are many, many things that you said yes to or you agreed to or things that you did that deep down you did not want to do. You were like, I don't want to do that, but I'm going to do it because I don't want this person to make comments about me or get mad at me or make me feel bad about it, whatever. So you do it because you're like, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to deal with getting made fun of if I don't want to do this. For example, I'm 21 years old. There are many nights where I don't feel like going out and I'm like, I don't want to go out tonight. I don't feel like 
getting drunk and drinking and getting ready tonight. I really just want to stay home and relax. If you are with, if you are dating someone who is like, no, we're going out. Or if you're best friends with someone or dating someone that's like, no, 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 you're going out. Stop being lame. Stop being a loser. Stop being boring. I don't even know what other terms like people say, but if they say all these things and you're like at a point where you're just blinded by them and you're like, okay, fine, I'll go out. Then you're a weak-minded person and you need to learn to say no and stick up for yourself. If you don't want to do something, do not do it. I think when you're in a healthy friendship or healthy relationship, if you know your group of friends are going out and you're really not in the mood to go out, you're like, I just don't want to get ready and drink and do this and that. I understand if it's like an every day, every weekend, you're like, okay, I don't want to go out. But if you're just like, it's a one weekend and you're like, I just don't want to go. And your significant other is like, okay, we don't have to go tonight. If you don't feel good, we don't have to go. Or your best friend's like, we don't have to go if you don't feel well. Like, why would we go? Let's have a chill night in. Let's do our night like self-care routines and watch a movie. If you have a friendship or um, a relationship where it's like that, you are in a healthy friendship or relationship. But if you are in a friendship or relationship where they're like, you're being lame and you're being boring, start acting your age and go out with us. You are and not in the best friendship or relationship. And it might just be a little thing that one of your friends say, and you could just be like, shut up. Do not talk to me that way. I don't want to go out. Or it could be an ongoing building toxic thing that's going on. But you need to just learn to say no and be like, I don't want to do that. So I'm not going to do it. And that's it. Like, that's the only thing I have to say about it is if I don't want to do it, I'm not going to do it. And in the moment, it could be maybe a little bit difficult to say no and say you don't want to do it. But at the same time, it's like, why would you want to go? Why would you go do something you don't want to do just because other people want you to do it? You're not going to do that if it weren't for the other people. So why are you going to go do it if you don't want to do it? If you want to stay home and do a self-care routine and go to bed early to your favorite show, do that. And sometimes there's a reason that we don't want to do things. You know, maybe something bad's going to happen. I don't mean to like make you anxious, like, oh my God, something bad's going to happen. That's why I don't want to go out. No, but you don't want to regret going out and being like, this is why I didn't want to go out. You know, if there's reasons you don't want to go out, stick up for yourself and tell them no and spend time with yourself. The next question that I got is you're going to be okay without them. You were okay before them. You're going to be okay after them. And I think that this episode just got like super deep. I'm like, learn to say no to going out. And then I'm like, you're okay without them. But no, seriously, this is going to be like my last piece of advice because I think it's the most important thing is you were who you were before they told you who you were. Okay. Now I'm going to say that again. You were who you were before they told you that, before they told you who you were. You don't turn beautiful just because someone tells you that. You don't turn pretty just because someone says that. If you got your first compliment that you're pretty, you know, if someone says you're pretty and you're like, oh my God, I've never heard that before. That doesn't all of a sudden make it true just because they said it. You know, it was true before they said it. When you're in a, when you, before you get into a relationship, you have these personality traits, these characteristics, these physical appearances about you. And when you get into a relationship or a friendship, these, this person is going to find out these things about you. They're going to be like, wow, she's so caring. They're going to tell you that you're caring and you're going to say, wow, I'm caring. And you're going to act like it's a shocker to you. But it's a characteristic and a personality trait that you had before they were in your life. And I think that's something that we forget is we are still the person that we are before this relationship, right? If we're in a toxic relationship or friendship, we most likely will change for that relationship or friendship where we're maybe a little bit more 
attitude-y. Like we have a little bit more attitude. We have lower tolerance for other people. We have less patience for other people because we're putting up with this, you know, not so healthy relationship or friendship that the other people around us, we're not really giving the time of day because we're, we're just so exhausted from dealing with this other relationship in our life. But you just need to remember, and this this is why it's my last piece of advice, is because this is the biggest reminder is right now you listening to this episode, let's say you just got out of a toxic relationship or a toxic friendship, right? Let's say you just got out of it. Before you were in that, you had such amazing qualities about you and maybe you didn't notice them and you only noticed them because this person did and you only noticed them because you got complimented on them or because they got recognized. But these are things that you need to find within yourself first. And this is why it is important to write down things you love about yourself because you're going to know these things are true before this these people tell you they're true. You know what I mean? So I think just letting yourself, you know, letting yourself know I'm going to be okay because I was okay before them. You know, I'm not going to just stop being okay because they're not in my life. Like I'm just going to go back to how I was before the relationship. And yes, that's going to be difficult and that's going to be hard because when you're in a toxic relationship, you get trust issues from that relationship because this person lied to you and this person told you mean things and you're going to get insecurities from it. And you're going to be like, I don't want to fall in love again. I don't want to be in a relationship again because I'm not going to be able to trust someone again. But you need to remind yourself like the person you were before this relationship is a strong, independent woman. And yes, you're going to keep growing more and more. And you just, you can't let this be something where you're like, oh my God, I'm lost without them because you need to have something that is separate from this person, something that's your your own, something you built on your own. And that's going to kind of remind you like, I am who I am. You know, I made this podcast before this person came into my life. Like, you know what I mean? So I think that's a super, super important piece of advice. And let's say you're in a relationship right now or you're in a friendship right now and you're like, you know, I don't get treated the best and maybe it's a toxic relationship or friendship, but maybe I'm trying my best not to think about it too much because I feel like if I think about it too much, I'm going to realize it is a toxic relationship and I don't want to realize it is a toxic relationship because I don't want to have to break up with them. Let's say you're in that boat. You need to remember who you were before this relationship. You need to remember the way that you felt before you were in this relationship, right? When you were single, before you met this person, did you feel confident? Did you feel secure? Did you feel, did you have a passion? Did you feel, you know, confident in your schoolwork and in your work ethic and confident in the way that you looked? Did you feel these things? Yes or no? If you felt that you did feel all those things, right? And now you're in a relationship and you're starting to kind of lose the thought of those things because this person doesn't give you assurance or compliment you or anything, I think you kind of just need to step back and be like, okay, wait, I need to realize that this person is maybe not doing the best. And once you kind of realize, okay, maybe this person isn't, you know, helping me grow and they're kind of holding me back and pushing me backwards rather than forwards, you're going to realize, okay, wait, I need to step away from this and I need to pull myself together and remind myself who I am. So that's a really huge piece of advice is, yeah, you can do all these things by surrounding yourself with good people, finding your passion, saying no to things, doing your self-care, stepping out of your comfort zone and all these things. But if you don't remind yourself at the end of the day, I am who I am. No excuses. This person does not change who I am. Yes, they can tell me good things about myself, but I already knew those things because they were true before they came into my life. Those are things that 
you just really have to kind of stick with and remember and remind yourself because it's going to be super, super, super difficult for you to move on from a toxic relationship if you don't remind yourself, okay, wait, I was okay without them at one point. Like, why do I have to be suddenly like, I suddenly forget my whole routine just because I'm not with this person anymore? Like, no, that person can't have that much of an effect on me. So, That's kind of my last piece of advice. And I think honestly, probably the most important piece of advice, you know, you could do all these little, my foot fell asleep, but you can, you know, you could do all these little self-care tips of journaling and meditating and hanging out with people and going for a walk and listening to a podcast. Yes. And these are amazing things and they will help you over time, especially if you're doing them every single day. But at the same time, you need to sit down. You need to be honest with yourself. You need to identify your emotions and you need to kind of soak in your emotions and how you're feeling. You don't want to hide from them, you know? So that's kind of all my advice when it comes to finding your self-worth and self-value after a toxic relationship. Practice self-care every single day, even if it's for five minutes and, you know, do like the basic light a candle, do a face mask, clean your room, clean your space, go through all your stuff. Yes, those sound like very cliche self-care things, but the more you do them over time, the more you're kind of going to enjoy spending time with yourself and the more you're going to prioritize, okay, wait, no, 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 I can't go out tonight because I have to take care of myself tonight. And especially in this age that we're in, I mean, most of my demographic is, I think it's like 18 to like 27, but obviously I have people that are younger and older than that. But if you're in your 20s, your late teens, whatever, kind of in the same – I'm 21, so kind of in the same age group as me. Something huge is that we feel like there's all this pressure on us about education and getting a full-time job and being financially independent and, you know, just all these things and having to go out all the time. Oh, you're in your 20s. You should be going out. You should be going to this party and this and that. And we don't focus enough as a society. We don't focus enough on, no, I need to take care of myself tonight. I need to do self-care tonight. I need to spend time with myself tonight. We don't let that be a valid excuse for people. We're like, oh my God, those are your plans. Like, no, you have to come out. Like, you know, and it's like, yeah, of course, I think you should live it up. And I think you should go out. And there are so many times where I've gone out with my friends and I've had a great time and I'm so happy I went out. But there's also many times where I stay home instead and read a book and clean my room. And I prefer doing that sometimes. So you know, in our 20s, I think that you really just kind of need to take the pressure off yourself because if you don't take the pressure off yourself, no one's going to do that for you. And just kind of realize like I'm building myself, you know, you're building yourself and you are capable of doing that. And yes, if you're listening to this and you're in a completely healthy relationship and a healthy friendship and you're around people who love you, I think that's amazing. And I think you're doing great. And just make sure that the person that you're with or the people that you're friends with are people that are helping you grow because I think that's a really big thing that you need, especially in your 20s is someone that is going to make you grow because this is kind of, I guess, the prime of your life. I don't really want to say that because obviously that's different for everyone, but I think it's growing to after who you were in high school and kind of after who you were in college and before like your 30s and your 40s where maybe you're thinking of raising a family or whatever. You know, I think that your 20s are a really good age to kind of create that amazing relationship with yourself. But obviously, it's never too early. It's never too late for your self-love journey. So that's how I'm going to close off today's episode. I hope you guys are so far enjoying um, this little series that I'm doing. I want to thank you guys so much for being super supportive of me. I love all of you and I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Have an amazing day.